Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.36 on a glorious Friday afternoon. We are here thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. If you're going past, give us a wave. Stack of people heading down to Adelaide Oval already for the very first showdown W. Port Adelaide taking on the Adelaide Crows in the women's competition. And there's going to be over 30,000 people there. That mm. is staggering. Another big game happening on Sunday. Roots You'll looking- be with the Eels, won't you? With the Eels, too right. They're the old blue and gold. Yeah, blue and gold. My yeah. old club's colours. Talking of old clubs, our next guest has played for nearly every bloody club I've ever seen. Ah, he but is. he was a shark at heart. He played for Newcastle, Hunter Mariners, Melbourne Storm, Roochie, went where the money was, Northern <laughs> Eagles, Cronulla <laughs> Sharks, Canterbury Bulldogs, <laughs> represented New South Wales on 10 occasions and played for Australia yes. as well. He's part of the SEN team. He'll be calling the game on the weekend. Brett Kamali. Don't take that line down, Brett. Oh, you got more money no, than the ball can pull. Hey, Brady, how thank you for your time. How big is this? This is the first time that these two clubs have ever met in an NRL grand final, the Eels and Penrith. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it, Um, for how long these two sides have been in the competition. Uh, This is the first occasion that they're going to meet in a grand final. I think atmosphere-wise, it's probably going to be one of the best grand finals we've, Mm. we've been a part of for a long, long time. Obviously, now, two very proud, very strong-supported Western Sydney clubs. Um, the NRL Grand Final was unfortunately in Brisbane last year because of COVID and the whole competition moving. So um, I did watch the AFL Grand Final, so I saw how special that was to play back at the MCG, which is mm. the home of the AFL. Um, I think it'll be very, very special for NRL to have the, the NRL Grand Final back in its traditional home, which is Sydney. So, Brad, help us. If you do not barrack for the Eels or the Panthers... Are you going to be an Eels supporter simply because of the long drought since 1986? Are they just the everyone's team at the moment if you don't barrack for Penrith? I agree with that, yeah. I think Penrith have, Penrith have created some a great uh, legacy the last few years. This will be their third grand final they've yeah. played in in a row. Um, they've got a wonderful football side. They've all turned into representative players. I'm going to say 85% or 90% yeah. of their squad have all come through Penrith system. So you either love them or you do hate them. Um, there was a thought of a couple of years ago that they were a little bit cocky and arrogant. So um, there was that was a bit of a knock they had on them for a while, but I think they're just the best mates and they enjoy playing good brands of football. So they're the best I've seen for a long, long time. They trust their systems. They, they don't play an expansive game, but they yeah. just trust their and play the same style for the full 80 minutes. Um, traditionally, they're not a side that score a 
50 points or a 60 points like maybe a Roosters or a Melbourne yeah. Storm sometimes do when they get red hot. Parramatta probably have the ability to score 50 or 60 when they get red hot. So I think if you had tickets to the grand final and you don't go for either side, you will definitely become a Parramatta fan. Longest drought in NRL, ARL history. Um, you know, 09, they played in the grand final. Melbourne Storm won it, but then had that premiership taken off the Melbourne Storm yes, as well. Yeah, so yeah. been waiting a fair while for this. And um, I will say that it probably won't be in another grand final for at least five years after this game because Ooh. they lose a couple of very, Ooh. very key players in key positions for the football club. So is it an emotional week for the Eels? Are they, are they wheeling out everyone from 86 and all of a sudden that becomes a bit of an emotional ride for the current players? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I've, I've just heard that, obviously, Parramatta have finished their last training session today, so they'll obviously rest up tomorrow. They'll try and keep it as, as low-key as they can. Um, obviously, grand final week in Sydney has been huge. Um, street parades, have had open fan days. Every player has been a part of a lot of the media this week, um, and the focus is purely on two teams left in the competition. When there's 16 in the competition, that gets shared around it. So I think grand final week is the biggest week outside of State of Origin football. Yeah. Um, State of Origin goes for 10 days in camp and it's just such a big build-up of millions and millions of people and there's only two teams playing that weekend or that week of competition. So I think NRL is the highest thing or the best thing or the, the greatest thing you can achieve. Yeah. Probably sits just above State of Origin. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be all about you know, I think I remember I interviewed Reed Marnie, so I called the game for SCN two weeks ago mm. and interviewed Reed Marnie when they won at Combank Stadium against the Canberra Raiders and said, Oh, well you've got another week now to play for the uh, for the Parramatta side to keep your time going because he's off to Canterbury and he he pretty much summed it up and said that they were the club that gave him an opportunity, had faith in him, created him and turned him into what he is and he, he you know, he wants to send the club out as a winner. Yeah. So he's a player that I think that plays a key position for Parramatta. And I'll be very interested to watch how he goes on Sunday because of the emotion of maybe wanting to try too hard of to course. win the game to, yep. to, to send Parramatta out that winner before he leaves the club and goes off to the dogs. Brett, this is fascinating. In the AFL world that we're in here in Adelaide, we're debating as to where the AFL grand final will fit as a twilight or night. And then I'm reading today the NRL players or a group of NRL players are trying to push it back to a day. Where's where's the push to want it to be back to a day grand final rather than a twilight and finish under lights? Yeah, well, I think the night grand final. I've just got a run sheet actually here from the NRL today, and 7:30 p.m. is expected to be kickoff. So um, knowing that I'll probably be a little bit later than that, it's you know it's a long day waiting. Mm. Um, it's obviously what you can't do when you go to an NRL game is you can't sit there on the bench and watch the game before you or the entertainment before you because one you have no seat. And two, you, you just want to not be around it because you don't want to play your game too early, but then you don't want to go in the change rooms and get dressed okay. too early because then you sit around too long. So I'm a huge fan of believing that I think it could go back to an afternoon into twilight grand final. Um, mm-hmm. State of origin football, so many kids during the week, it doesn't kick off till 8.15. They're asleep before halftime or bits and pieces. Oh. And I think the development and the future of the game, you've got to give kids dreams. The afternoon barbecues, they have the great fan. You, you know, you can have a... a Bit of festival festival afternoon, but I think that seven thirty kickoff. That's you know I think we're off air at eleven pm, and I'm sure I'll be stuck in a car park trying to get out of ANZ precinct still at that time because of the game finishing probably about ten o'clock, and you know the the precinct being full of seventy and eighty thousand people and a struggle to get home. So I think the the game of football and the game of AFL and the game of cricket and everything that is an entertainment sport. 
there's so many choices to have. You've got to make the experience the best experience we can make it. Um, and I just think this being on at eight, at 7.30, which will probably be a bit late, you getting out there at 11, you know, I don't know how many time how many kids will be up and around and how many kids are going to watch the full 80 minutes on, on TV. So I'm a fan of the afternoon day game in the night. I think the football game in a day is a better game of football because there's no dew on the field. You can yep. pass the ball more um, and probably a better... Um, a better entertainment for points scored. If we want to talk about points scored, I think the day game will give us more excitement than probably what a night game will give us because of, um, like, where it's still been raining for the last two days here in Sydney as well. So we're going to talk about night at ANZ Stadium that is traditionally a slippery stadium, and then we'll make it nighttime as well. So that sort of lessens the excitement, not the excitement, but lessens the um execution and the movement of the football. Okay. Great answer. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Brett, when we're previewing AFL games down here, we talk about some sides being more suited to the conditions of the day, and that's because of tools and smalls and game style. Uh, there's a 70% chance of showers for your game on Sunday. If it's a wet game, does it favour Penrith or, or Parramatta Eels, or it doesn't matter as much? Well, it probably favours Penrith. Penrith are the best defensive team in the competition. They have the best kicking game in the competition through a guy called Nathan Cleary. Um, and the back, and the, I think the forwards are pretty much matched up. I think both forward battles will be pretty much neck and neck. We've got the two New South Wales halfbacks going against each other. Parramatta, on their best days, are a very expansive football team that have a lot of the passing between the 7-6 and the 1. So uh, where Penrith play a lot of football, more more off their forwards and more change of angles and through their dummy half and happy Coruscant. So... I think wet weather football suits Penrith. Um, it needs to be a, a, probably a super dry day. Parramatta need to be at their best. Parramatta are a side, I don't know who you can relate to in the AFL, but Parramatta are a side that when they're 10 out of 10, they can beat anyone and play brilliant. But they also have the ability to be a 4 out of 10 in the same time or the same year. So there's no the, the gap between the great and the worst is is probably, the I think, the highest in probably the top eight sides that made the semifinals. Okay. Mm. Now, Brad, help us out with another AFL-NRL issue. If we follow you to Magic Round, what's it like? Unbelievable. The biggest event there is for three days at whatever venue hosts it. Festival, sport. Um, you get tickets for three days of rugby league. You get to go in and out of the event. You get to go and be a part of it. I think I think they've agreed to go to Magic Round next year in Brisbane. And then I think I'd like to see it promoted throughout. Go to New Zealand, go to Townsville, go to Combank of Parramatta, go to Melbourne. Um, obviously, we take State of Origin to Perth into yeah. Adelaide and it's been great success so um, I remember watching a, a, the English Super League had did it multiple times where they take it to a venue that it, that doesn't host rugby league regularly and just make it a weekend festival so mm-hmm. I think it's a great opportunity I know you guys should take it on board we obviously are the premier code so if you want to board, <laughs> you come on board I was waiting here. for that I was waiting for yeah. that is Peter Vlandy's <laughs> nearby is he is Peter Vlandy's holding yeah. up cue cards for you is he oh dear yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. alright thanks Brett he's a shy retiring <laughs> man Peter Vlandy's yeah, isn't he yeah, yeah. well I reckon it's going to happen it'll probably happen in your city if not Brisbane alright Brett let's get uh, the tip yeah let's get the tip and by how much uh, I think Penrith win. I think Penrith are just such a good side that trust their systems. Uh, if you said 70% rain on Sunday, I'll have Penrith winning. Uh, I'm going to say eight points. Eight I'm points. Say, right? And I think Dylan Edwards will effectively get our, our Clive Churchill medal, which is the equivalent to Norm your Smith. player of the match last yeah, week. Yeah, Norm, Norm Smith, Smith medal, yeah. Hey, we look forward to the coverage. We'll be hearing it here on SENSA Live from 5.30. Brett, really appreciate your time. Have a wonderful call. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brett. He's an absolute ripper. We learned a lot then. Yeah, we did.
We did. Mm. So there you are. This whole issue of timing of grand finals is very it's, interesting. It's a good it? question, Roach, uh, and that is way too late to yeah. be finishing. You uh, do even if sport, it's on yeah. a holiday or whatever. For kids, you can't deny kids and expect them no. to still be up at 11, 11.30. Yeah, I saw it in the US, and when I used to watch the Baseball World Series and they were still playing big matches, big games, sorry, in baseball, mm. after midnight, and the logic was, imagine if you were a kid of a Boston Red Sox family and you never saw the Red Sox win the World Series because it was happening after midnight and you'd been sent to bed. Mm. It's just... He's, Brett's made a very good Worst point. parents ever, sending you to bed on such an occasion, Roach. Yeah, well, you um, know what baseball's like. It goes I, for the best of seven. It might not be that night. Yeah, I'm a traditionalist, but I, I could live with twilight. But I'm yeah. just as happy, Roach, at yep. the traditional yeah, time. I certainly don't want a 11 o'clock finish. 4.48, stack of texts coming through. Just a reminder, Phil Harper will join us after yes. five. And we are doing the nearest the pin for tonight's inaugural Women's Showdown. A number of texts coming through. Nearest the pin. This one is for uh, no name on this one. It says Adelaide by somewhere between 118 <laughs> and 120 <laughs> points. <laughs> I like it. We have your number. You are registered. Um, here's so another one. Speak. Crows by 25 points. That's Daryl from Port Adelaide. Good on you, Daisy. Is that Daryl Borlase? No. Port by one point. Dowricks both get the first shared medal since 2005 that's uh billy from queenstown keep them coming through uh oh we've got a text here something matt rendell has said on trade radio we'll get to that on the other side of the break a balfour's in one hand and your team colors in the other balfour's are for the game tomorrow's car is in stock today tech driver hyundai tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive you're listening to the run home with kimbo and the roots 54, we're live and interactive. You can send a text on 0427154166. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. And our good friends at Hyundai, if you're looking for a new vehicle, uh, have a look at the Tucson. It's a ripper, isn't it, Roach? Magnificent. What's the most... Um, um, Striking feature, feature of it? Feature, yeah, beautifully said. Well, the technology is way in advance of every other car that's on the market. Yeah. The turbo engine is superb. You are the, the king. style. You are the, the king of ad lib. Style yeah. of its design. Enough. Is You're going to get into tomorrow's it. car. Shut up. Available today. Roach, let's go to Louis. Hello, Louis. <laughs> hey, boys. How are we? Oh, anything to stop him from talking. <laughs> How are you, Lewis? What have you got for us? Oh, I'm pretty good, mate. It's Friday, so I can't complain. What yeah. about you, boys? Yeah, you got the Friday feels. Looking forward to knock off. Roach might buy his first beer ever. <laughs> Oh, lovely, lovely. <laughs> nice. Um, hey, oh, Hang on, it's not snowing. No, it's not snowing. Won't happen. Just wanted to ring up about Junior Rioli, boys. Um, yes. So, as I understand, he's out of contract this year, isn't he, Roach? Correct. So, I know Port need a facilitated trade, but I think if Port actually dragged their feet here, they can get him for a fraction of the price. So... I mean, if you really look at it, a West Coast going to be prepared to retain Junior Rioli after he's already expressed his interest to be traded. Uh, West Coast fans welcome. Are they going to welcome back? Welcome him back, having already felt betrayed. Oh. Uh, a West Coast going to dip deeper into their back pocket and pay Junior Rioli what he's asking. Louis, a West Coast Louis. going to ignore Junior's want to be closer to his family. Yeah, well. well, I just think if you take this to the very last minute, eventually they're going to fold. So, what would you pay? Because I went down that track with Matty Rendell and he said, Kim, what's the difference between 27 and 35? Yeah. And have a look at what yeah, you're saying. Well, well. Do you, say, you really reckon they'd let him go? I reckon they'd play hardball for a third rounder. 
well, they can play hardball all they like, but they're going to have to redraft him, and it's going to be a little bit awkward. So I, 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 no, they don't have to I'd redraft him. Five. They don't have to redraft him, Louis. He just doesn't get traded. He sits there until October 31, and they recontract him. Yeah, so why, why can't Port recontract him? They because have he's to not a Port Adelaide trade, player. They, they have to trade for him. So is, does he have to sit out for 12 months if he doesn't um, agree to West Coast terms? Oh, yeah, he's out of footy. Yeah, he's out of footy. Uh, he has to he has to stand out, yeah. does he? Yeah. That, that's, okay. But Matt Rendell's right. Don't be silly about it. If you're the one who's courted the player and bringing him over, you have to pay, pay what you bit, have to pay. Pay a little bit more. Yeah. And you have a look at yeah, what Port look, has I'll... got. Port has at this point pick eight, pick 27, and two picks in the 50s. There's only one of those picks that's going to do the deal. Hand it over. Yeah, look, I'm hoping we just go to the draft, to be honest. I think there's a there's a terrible smell to what I think Port are trying to do this off-season. That top-up thinking they're in a premiership window and you only had to watch the finals to see how far off the mark they actually are. So I'm just a bit nervous, boys, that's all. Yeah, I know, but that people get like that when they're so passionate, which you are, about your club. But I know there's a lot of ifs. Orazio, if you get him for a season, you didn't have him at all. Liced it. Yeah, you get Lysett back. If, if Junior Rioli's there, Georgiata's improves 20%, which he should just naturally. Marshall's like, turned into a player, hasn't he? He has. There's no doubt about that. And then you have Butters and you have Rosie. I know you lose Amon, which is huge. You still don't get that tall defender. That's why. How do you feel just quickly about Finlayson going to defence? Or am I miles off? Oh, I don't love it. I haven't really seen him play much defence. Certainly not... Um accountable defence. I wouldn't mind us having a chat to Fisher McAfee, but I think he'll probably get better coin over in Victoria. Yeah, it was interesting. He got the wall stopped at the airport uh, today. Are you pro? I think I saw your text. You're happy with Jack Graham? Yeah, I don't mind it for the right price, boys. Mm. Certainly, if we're going to give up pick eight and get back 19, um, I want a bit of what Matt Rendell's smoking, but um, (laughs) you know, that's Half of the course, it seems. But, um, look, if we get him for the right price, I like him. He's got good leadership qualities. He's clearly very much a role player. He's not a superstar. But uh, I I think he'd be good for the culture. 24, right age. um, Sort of not going to be as good as Travis Spoke, but he sort of fills that mould a little bit, I think. So I don't mind it. Louis, let's do this the other way. What if it becomes 27 for Graham and a future second for Rioli? I'd like yeah, that. look, I'm a little bit hesitant about futures just because I don't know what's going to go on in uh, in 2024 and what direction we're going to head in. So if, if if Port have planned and put all their you know ducks in a row and are planning for the future, which we know that they do years out in advance, then I'm okay with it. But, but yeah, well, I suppose we'll see how things transpire. And let's not forget about a young lad uh, called Josh Sin. He could uh, yes. really leapfrog a few this year. Good on you, Louie. Have a great long weekend. Uh, love your input. If you want to have your say, one 736 736 Here's a quickie reach before the 5 o'clock news. Uh, text saying, uh, no name on this one. Uh, hey, guys, just listen to the chat with Matt Rendell. The situation with Bows. Why would Adelaide not be interested in working it into the Rankin deal? E.g., Rankin, Bows, seven, pick seven to Adelaide for five and a future second. Bose could well be ready, made replacement for Luke Brown. There's also going to be growing question marks over both Will Hamill and Paul Seedsman moving forward. That's easy to answer. You Mula. can't, you cannot pay Rankin and Jack Bowles the same. You Bose. just can't do it. Bose, you just can't pay him. Mm. 
salary cap's going to go, and they want to keep salary cap space for the horn and identity. The, the horn identity. The, the horn identity. Uh, right. Hello, okay. G'day, Steve. Um, it's uh, five o'clock, Roach, and then people will be texting saying, well, how come Geelong can fit everyone in? Uh, yeah, we're always wondering how Geelong fit everyone in. <laughs> well, the they constantly we get, say that they all play for less. And the sooner we get that declared publicly like happens in other professional sports, we'll be better and wiser for it, won't we? Phil Harper, the general manager of football for the Adelaide Crows AFLW program, up next. Three minutes past five, we're in the home straight. Richie Reach Roach, uh, start of a long weekend, but we'll be back on Monday. We don't get the long weekend because the AFL trade gets underway in its official form on Monday. Looking forward to bringing you all the latest with that. Indeed Three minutes do. past five, we're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech Drive, a Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive today. Quick text, Roach. Uh, boys, Marty Frederick was on the table for Junior Rioli. That's from Mickle. Obviously, that didn't affect things or hasn't yet. Uh, I meant to follow that up because one mm. of the player managers actually brought that up saying that actually Marty should take up that option, but the word was he wasn't going to do it. All righty. And, and he does be- have a say, bear in mind. Yeah, just before we get to our next guest, looking forward to chatting to Phil Harper. We're doing a nearest the pin on tonight's game, the AFLW showdown, the first one ever. There'll be over 30,000 people yes. there. Uh, this one says, Crows by 82 points. That's from Arthur in Harndorf. P.S. Is Michelangelo tossing the coin before the game tonight, Roach? You do have a new T-shirt on. (laughs) That's dressed up for you. I'm not going to toss the coin, thank you. All right, let's go to a man with more sense than us. Uh, I introduced him before. He's the GM of football for the Adelaide Crows AFLW program, Phil Harper. Hello, Phil. Hello, Kimbo. How are you going? What sort of T-shirts Roach got on? Yeah, it's just a plain white one. It's more like a pillar slip, but it's uh, it's a nice change. He normally (laughs) likes the maroon, as you know. I do know that. Nothing wrong with Queenslanders there, Phil. No, no, we love the Queenslanders. Hey, we've had a few texts, and we there was a young man that's been in the media for a while on another (laughs) radio station that had a fair dribble (laughs) about Adelaide not getting the first home game in the AFLW showdown. Is it an issue, Phil? And how was it decided? Um, well, that's no, not an issue for us. I mean, each uh, each team had to put in their request for what they want at the start of the year, and um, and Ports, which we supported, was to have a, a showdown, the first showdown at Adelaide Oval, and we supported that. And our our request was to play Melbourne in round one as a grand final replay. Now that didn't work out too well for us. <laughs> yeah. so hopefully, okay. I, Hopefully this one works out a bit better for us Well, tonight. actually, but you win from this, Phil. You get six games in Adelaide now instead of five. No, that's exactly right. So out of Smart ten man. games, uh, yeah. and we were just saying that at work today, to, you know, to have three games in a row at home, uh, you know, albeit, albeit this is an away game for us, yeah. is, is great. And uh, in a, in a ten-week season, just to be travelling four times, we're pretty happy with that. Yeah, now, have you, appro- that. have you approached this game? We saw in the men's in the last two showdowns that the Port Adelaide Football Club had a fair bit to say. Now, you're in a superior position on the ladder to what Port Adelaide are, but uh, we haven't heard a lot out of the club this week. Oh, no, no. We're, you know, we're just trying to go about our business and you know, we're, we're building. I mean, as, as I said at the start there, we didn't play very well in the first round. We didn't play much better in the second round, but we got mm-hmm. it done in the last quarter avalanche and and we've continued to build from there and then last week out of the blue you know our team just exploded and played probably as good as i've Mm. ever seen them play so 
hopefully we can continue that on this week. But you know, uh, I'm pretty sure if you look at the statistics and, and that sort of stuff, you know, Porter are a strong tackling side, strong contested mm. side. So it'll be pretty serious uh, in that in the first half at least, and then you know, hopefully we can get on top. But you know, who knows in the showdown. If I go, if I gauge it on the men's showdowns, uh, you know, it's not a great thing to be favourite in them because uh, no. uh, quite often you get beaten when you're the favourite in a showdown. Phil, one of the things that was pointed out when we became the two AFL team, City of Adelaide, that having competition in town makes you work harder. Is it going to be the same in the AFLW? Are you feeling that having Port on your doorstep makes you work harder at the AFL level at your own club? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we 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 train harder, but more so, you know, we just went through a draft where, you know, all of a sudden we don't get a pick till yeah, five picks a year of the draft. And so we've got to do a lot more work on our recruiting and, mm. and that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, we do have to work harder. We, you know, we, we enjoy, you know, the, the status that we've had over the last six or so years. Uh, but on the other hand, we're really happy. I, I think we should be proud of South Australians. I remember the first year that it came in, neither team were going to get a team That's in right. South Australia because there wasn't enough female talent. Mm in South Australia to, to be afforded a team and we had to go and join with the NT because our board was really determined to be yep. part of it. So we joined with the NT and, and got in. But the fact that now there is, you know, there's enough talent, you only see the ones coming through in, in that young port team uh, to, to service both teams. To, and, and that's something we should be proud of. No matter what the result today, there's enough talent and there's enough people playing footy. It's gone from 11 teams to 338 teams in seven wow. years. Uh, which is, it's amazing. Like, you know, I, I know the people of the AFL must be over the moon because, you know, I can't think of anywhere else where you get an increase, a spike increase like that in, in participation. So it's great. We should be proud of South Australians that there's so many young girls playing footy and, and have the ability to go all the way and play with either Port or the Crows or, or any of the other clubs. Well, Phil, you've introduced a couple of new pocket battleships, that's what I call them, uh, little Baz <laughs> Ballard and Waterhouse. I tell you, I wouldn't like to get between the two of them. Uh, they look all right. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to have the... I mean, that's what's great about our game, isn't it? You, you, there, there's the, the place for the talls like Montana McKinnon mm. in our team, but there's the place for the smalls. I mean, Rochelle Martin has been a, yep. a, a wonderful player for us over the last couple of years, and... And Abby Ballard's you know, come on this year after playing a couple of games last year, and then uh, for the first time last week, uh, Jess Waterhouse played, and she's got some tricks, Jess, and mm. uh, she she put a few of them on display last week, and we hope that that's just the start of a, a great career for her because she's she's been really diligent in training. She's pestered the coaches all the way through. She just wants to be really good at, at what she does, which is what you want in any player, uh, you know, someone who's determined to be good. Now, Reach put a photo of the showdown plate or platter that you're playing for. There's been an underwhelming response. We've just got a text here saying, Afternoon, guys. Going by the look of the showdown footy platter, plate, I feel best on ground should be awarded a box of crackers and dip. Uh, a lot of people saying it's just not the uh, biggest or best trophy they could have been playing for. Well, look, I, uh, to be honest, 100% also I haven't seen it yet, but Doc uh, Clark saw it the other day and he did say the plate on its own didn't look that great. Yeah. However, apparently there's a mahogany uh, uh. Uh, stand that it stands on that you'll be able to put, hopefully, crows, 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 Roach, not port, 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 on it uh, uh, as to the, the winning team each year sort of thing. So I think there's a yourself. bit more than just the plate. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Especially in Doc's I, big I hands. With a hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. In Doc's big hands, it looked like a kid's frisbee. 
<laughs> well, that's right. I mean, he did say it was underwhelming mm. as the plate itself, but apparently there's a there's some more to the plate than just the plate, if you know okay. what I mean. Phil, the thing that's really different about this showdown that never has played out in the men's version is you've got three women who have left an enormous legacy at the Adelaide Footy Club. Erin Phillips, Ange Foley, Justine Mules, who have crossed the bridge to port. How does that play out tonight? Oh, well, it'll be interesting. I mean, we, we couldn't have more respect for those yeah. three. I mean, I think I've said on your station before, we wanted them all to stay and play with yeah. us. We wanted all our players to stay because we, we loved them to death and we loved the fact that, like, I remember ringing Erin back in 2016 and she was playing for the Dallas, whatever they call, Wings, and yeah. they were playing in Phoenix. And as I, uh, as I spoke to her on the phone, I said, now, before we start, I don't want you to hang up on me. I know that you're port, but this is Crows <laughs> ringing you. Uh, and she said, no, 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 I won't hang up on you. And you know, as it turns out, you know, she was just mm. that keen to play the game that she loved, uh, that she was prepared to, to cross that divide. So the fact that she went back over the other side uh, to try and help them when they started off is, yeah, we, as I said, we wanted her to stay, but we certainly understand her reasons behind that. And, and the other two are great mates of hers and, um, and you know, Ange was getting towards the end of her career. So we understand it. We didn't like it. We don't want anyone to leave, but uh, we, we certainly understand it. And uh, we'll be busting our boiler to beat them tonight uh, as they'll be busting their boiler to beat us. Sure. Well, the weather gods have done the right thing. We think we're going to get over 30,000 people there. It's $10 entry. It's free if you're under 18. Do you have a message for your supporter base to get down to the Adelaide Oval tonight? Oh, just look, this is going to be a great... It's history. Uh, this this whole thing is history. Um, you know, we were lucky enough to win the first premiership in the AFLW, but to be at this game, the first one, the first showdown in, in women's footy, would be a, a great thing that you can say, I was there that night. And, and hopefully, you know, our team's ready uh, to put on a good show, and I'm sure that Paul will be as well, so... It'll be worthwhile coming down and for 10 bucks. well, what can you get for 10 bucks these days? Not One much and a half at all. Or something. Not much at all. <laughs> hey, Phil, really appreciate your time. May the best team win. Yes, I'm, I'm sure that the best team will win, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not always that way, though, is it? There it is. It's going to be a cracker. Maybe we'll get 40,000 reach. All right, we need to get a, go to a break. We've got a lot to get through. You remember what you have to do tonight? I've done it. What have you done? My Friday forecast. Damn, I thought I'd caught you. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 17, we are in the home straight. Kimba on the reach with you. Uh, thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We're live at number one, King William Street. A lot of Port supporters walking past. What about Roach is waving to everyone and they just completely iced you. Roach, you got nothing back. Looking in, but I was waving at them. Yeah, yeah, you got nothing. Donuts, that was awkward. I felt for you then. <laughs> Not everyone looks in, Kim. All right, it's Friday. They didn't even look in. And you started waving. You thought yes. you were a rock star. Uh, Daniel no, Rotolo from Craigmore. <laughs> so uh, nearest the pin, he goes for the Crows by 37 points. Uh, now, there was one I wanted to read out before, Rooch. Yeah. Look, let's get into I'll find it. I just clicked off it, actually. Uh, let's do our properties of the week, thanks to McGain Real Estate. McGain Real Estate sold by McGain again. Two properties of the week. What have you got? Well, Mike Dobbins says he'll be here, but he's still in Fiji, isn't he? No, no, he got back from Fiji today. Oh. Yeah. The two pay out of the pool? 
Uh, he's got a new one. Oh, yeah. Zoe Ball <laughs> would definitely be there. 27 Mariner Avenue, Seacliff Park. An absolutely stunning four-bedroom home. It overlooks the sea and the Marion Golf Course. It has a spacious two-storey home, offers three living areas plus an all-weather balcony to take in all the lovely views with family and friends. There's also a beautiful modern kitchen, two bathrooms, a powder room, Kim, mm-hmm. double garage, and a second paved entertaining area under the balcony. Now, if you've got 949000 they'll be happy to see you. The open time is Saturday, 12 to 12.30. Our lovely part of the world, Seacliff Park. That is value, 949000 Their other property of the week, Rooch, is at 15 7th Avenue Hove down south, a beautifully presented 2017 built two-bedroom home on a Torrens title block. This modern and spacious home is perfect for downsizers looking to be close to the train and amenities. The home offers high ceilings throughout as well as ducted heating and cooling along with a modern kitchen open. Open plan living, private courtyard and lock-up garage. And mm. the price, 579000 to 599000 That is open this Saturday between 11 and 11.30am. If you are looking to buy or sell, we suggest strongly you get in touch with McGain Real Estate. That's why everywhere you go, there is a sign popping up saying, Sold by McGain again. It's Friday. All righty, we stole this off AFL 360. It's pretty simple. We have our sure thing of the week, our most at stake in our doomsday scenario. Oh, Rich is finally, he's, he has been waving to about 800 people and someone has finally waved back. Got more than a wave earlier. Oh, come <laughs> on, Rich, that's just creepy. Uh, what's your sure thing of the weekend? That every list manager in the AFL will need a Signet power pack. On their mobile phones because this is the time of the year when their phones are going to have surprise calls over the weekend. Yeah, very good, Roach. That's like cash that. for comments. That is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where? Now, um, I'm, my sure thing is, because I love the underdog, been the underdog all my life, Roach. Never saw the Eags play in a final. Parramatta win the NRL Grand Final and they break that 36-year drought. Yep, You're like most that. at stake? Port Adelaide in this showdown W1. They need to make sure that they present themselves in the Port Adelaide way, if I can put it that way, Oh, none of the Port Adelaide. What's the Port Adelaide way? Well, it's the same as the Tigers way. It's an overused saying, isn't it? Well, Every club does Port Adelaide it. way, Kim. All right, understand where you're coming from. Please understand where I'm coming from because nothing would damage this lady's legacy. Ooh. But I think most at stake, Erin Phillips. There'll be a lot of attention. She may end up with Chelsea Randall on her. If she plays up forward, I think Chelsea Bedell will take her. Yeah. But, but if, we need the theatre. Well, we do. We do. But if she was to go, you know, three touches, four touches only, as I said, nothing. Hey, those four touches could be goal assists. You're all right. You're trying. I'm t- Roach, it's theatre, all right. Most at stake it was. Doomsday scenario. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible showdown W1. Mm-hmm. And the way that Adelaide played last week, ooh, that scoreboard could be really moving. We I've like, got, we I've like high scoring footy, but not if it's a blowout. I've gone the other way, Roach. Port Adelaide thumper uh, the Crows. That nothing wrong be, with that. That would be a doomsday. No, nothing wrong with that. For me and many others. That'd be perfect. All right, we've got about a minute and a half to go. Roach, here's a text that's come through, came through earlier. Afternoon, guys. Uh, today's SEN SA AFL Radio rights. Oh, press you're the release. big dog. Press release, yes. Kim <laughs> Men- Dillon. Mentioned David Wildey yes. is moving across from AA. That's from Chris. You've poached one. 
another one you've poached from Highmarsh Square. Uh, yes. Um, yes. So who's so, the team so far? Because there'll be more, won't there? You'll be, you'll be building a big team around you. Uh, yes, uh, there'll be myself, David Wildy in the call. So Wildy and I have called on many occasions over the years and we go back a lifetime, played junior footy against each other. Yep. I was Greenacres. He was North. a blue blood at Walkerville. And you're both at North. Played at North together. Um, yes, yeah, so it'll be, uh, I'll be heading up the call with David and then there will be Kane Corns and also Tyson Edwards and we'll have a few others as well. Very so good. really looking forward to it. Uh, so every Crows... Don't want and, me on the boundary? No, definitely okay. not. I okay. uh, love you though, but no. <laughs> every Port and Crows game, we need people down there, Rich, with fast twitch muscles, you know, that can respond quickly and don't procrastinate. <laughs> um, yeah, so happened. really looking forward to it, Rich. Yeah. And on a serious note, you'll be able to hear every game on 1629 and... On 13.23 Cruise. Wonderful. This is huge news. Yes. So we'll be simulcast on both stations. So it's going to be a magnificent AFL season well next year on SEN. And looking forward to David Wildey coming across. He's had a long and distinguished calling career at 5AA. I think he's been 38 years or 28 years. 28 years at AA. 38? Yeah. Big news at Westies, although we knew this was coming. Adam Hartlett is the new senior coach. Oh, beautiful. Knew that was coming, didn't we? Yeah. That wasn't surprising. Hey, Patrick Nash, after playing some good footy, uh, is not being offered a contract at the West Coast Eagles, the boys from Richmond. Interesting. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for your participation. It's a holiday on Monday. We'll be back at work because we love working. Right. Yes, we do. We love being here. Very natural response yes. from you there, Roots. Thank you very uh, much. Stay safe on the roads, <laughs> those that are travelling. And uh, we look forward to the start of draft week next Monday. Trade period. Oh, that's it. Sorry. Good night, everyone. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.